0: When Brazilian football manager Wanderly Luxemburgo was asked about what qualities he looks for in a player, he replied, A player who conjugates the verb in the first person, singular, cannot be part of the squad. He has to conjugate the verb in the first person, plural, we. We want to conquer, we are going to conquer. Using the I word when you're in a group makes things complicated. This has been a profound coaching moment. By the Four Diegos. You
1: love to watch me bake. you serve me up with cake, and that's your big
2: mistake. Welcome back. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia. Coming up is a wrap of all things happening in Europe. But first, uh, this week we speak to an A League goalkeeper who this season is playing some of the best football of his career, is doing a fantastic job. Please, a big Four Diegos World Football Weekly welcome to Sydney FC star Liam Reddy. Liam, welcome to the show.
3: Thanks, guys. Thanks for
2: having me. Yeah, not at all. It's Rodrigo Rodriguez. We've got Warren Diego and Carlos Alberto Diego. Now, we've identified you and Ante Kovic from uh, Melbourne Victory as the best two keepers in the first six rounds of this season. Now, don't be shy. <laughs> Is this the best form of your career, or has it just been another day at the office for you as uh, one of the best goalkeepers in the country?
3: No, look, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm quite happy with the way I've started the season. Um, and I think... Uh, probably for a longer patch there. I had a good little stint over at uh, Wellington. I've played some of my best football over there for three or four months. But, um, you know, I'm hoping to continue, uh, you know, just six weeks and, uh, and take that into the rest of the season. But, yeah, I'm definitely happy with the way I've started the season.
1: Now, Liam, I'm interested in your journey because you're the epitome of everything that's uh, about Australia. Your dad, being a St. George fan myself, was an absolute great of the club. And I'm just wondering, the journey to become a goalkeeper in soccer, I'm just wondering... If you got sick and tired of Dad taking you down in the backyard in uh, touch football, and that's the reason why you turned to be become a goalkeeper?
3: Nah, not quite that, but uh, at the end of the old man's career, we uh, he went over to England and, and played over there and coached over there, so I would have been uh, about seven years old then, so I um, fell in love with soccer over there, and I uh, was a big Liverpool supporter. Uh-huh. And when we came back to Australia, uh, when I was 10 years old, I played a bit of both, but just really enjoyed uh really enjoyed soccer or football but um yeah and then with the goalkeeping bit um you know I just really enjoyed goalkeeping because probably it was the closest thing to rugby league on a soccer term that I could train myself around and uh you know be be a bit aggressive uh, and also I, I didn't
1: didn't really uh
3: like the the running but uh since uh I've got Spider and uh, as goalkeeper coach I mean you still do a lot of work as a goalkeeper coach and it's uh, definitely hard work, but I don't know
0: if I was too smart there. <laughs> Liam, it's Carlos. Uh, I'm glad you raised uh, Zalko Kalic's name. Of course, we call him Crazy Zalko Kalic. Uh, how much has he improved your game? Of course, he's a, he's a guy who will go down as one of our best ever keepers. He spent time at the great AC Milan, played in uh, European football, and uh, he was there for many, many years. Great experience. Uh, does his personality, you know, being a bit crazy, suit your personality?
3: Yeah, look, we um we definitely get uh, you know, uh, get on well off the park. Uh, you know, I mean he's he's got probably a little bit similar personality, he likes a bit of a joke and uh yeah, he is crazy. But uh, you know, when it comes to work, uh, you know, we work very hard and you know, he's uh he's changed things up a little bit for me this year, um, in terms of goalkeeping. Uh, you know, we're doing a we're doing a lot of his stuff that uh you know, he obviously he's come from an Italian background where he's played most of his football and uh you know it seems to be working so far. Now,
2: you know we're really interested in keepers here at the Diego's because uh, we weren't much chop ourselves on the field um, or in in goal. Um, you know, is you know you, you're being a keeper, you're in the right place at the right time. You know, how do you train that? Is that instinctual, you know, or is it just sometimes plain good luck?
3: Yeah, look, I mean, uh, it's probably a lot to do with game awareness and uh, being able to read the game. But you know, there's some sometimes where you just got to make a reflex save. But um, yeah, sometimes it's just Right time, right place. But, you know, a lot of it has to do with just having, uh, you know, good game awareness and um, and being able to stay switched on for, for 90 minutes.
1: Now, Liam, the goalkeeper and the clean sheet, I'm just wondering, you may not have been aware of this, but in the bio that's provided for us, you are the holder of the most number of clean sheets as a goalkeeper at the Wellington Phoenix. Now, for, for strikers, it's scoring goals. I'm just wondering if goalkeepers covet the clean sheet, no goals against you, as much as you do when the team wins, is it something that you're aware of and, and you really aim to have over the course of the season?
3: Yeah, definitely. I think um, you know you ask any keeper about like conceding goals. So um, you know if we can get a clean sheet, we've as a team we've definitely got a draw. So um, you know and hopefully one of our strikers can uh, you know not aim like on the weekend. I mean. You know we only needed the one one goal I think we had two chances all game and if you know myself and the back four and the midfield can do their job and keep a clean sheet, um you know we could win a lot more games. but as a keeper you definitely want to get as many clean sheets as possible because you know you probably you find you get a lot of clean sheets you you'll win a lot of games.
2: Here on World Football Weekly we're speaking with Sydney FC star Liam Reddy.
0: Liam uh, Carlos again. Um, we call, we always preface Sydney FC this year with the with the term, never say die. Uh, it certainly wasn't the case last year. I mean, the year before when you won everything was fantastic. But last year, it was a little bit of uh, inconsistency, uh, some poor form at different times. But you're really not giving up and a huge amount of determination this year. What's happened, do you think, for that to be turned around?
3: Oh, I think, um, you know, last year was disappointing. I think the first 10 games, we, we didn't get a win. Uh you know, we obviously I uh, was new to the club. Uh, Scott Jamison and, and Mickey Carr were the, were the new players, and um, you know they did lose five or six experienced players. And I just don't think last year the the club uh, covered those players that they lost. Uh, you know, I think they lost six players and they brought three players in. You know, um, you know if you do your sums, it's probably not uh, you're not covering the, the players you lost there. And and I think this year with the addition of you know a couple of experienced players, uh, with Carroll coming back, Michael Beecham, uh, you know Pascal um, at the back there has, has really helped uh, help us out, and we've got a, a, a good core, core group of older players, and, and then also to, to bring uh Mo back from uh, the Premier League has you know been fantastic. So I think all over we're a lot more experienced on the park, and you know we uh, you know from player one to eleven, so that's really helped us out this season.
1: Now, Liam, you are a boisterous keeper and you do like encouraging your back four to do the right thing. I'm just wondering, I've been interested with uh, particularly Brisbane saying they planned that free kick against uh, against the victory when they all saw the wall jump up in the air. And as a Liverpool fan, you would have seen Ryan Giggs's effort against Stevie G in that game. How dirty does a goalkeeper get when... A member of the wall just isn't prepared to just do what he's required to do to keep the ball out and have that one side covered.
3: Yeah, but filthy. It uh, happened to me uh, last season. I won't mention the player that uh, I wasn't too happy with, but um, needless to say, that the player didn't need to come up to me. Uh, he had to come up to me and actually apologise before I ripped into him. So <laughs> it's, it's, look, I mean... You know, you, you want your wall to stay nice and strong but uh obviously uh Brisbane did their homework and, and realised that the Melbourne boys uh they jump and uh you know it was a smart goal but uh I think you'll probably see the, the Melbourne boys uh,
0: stand still next free kick. Liam one bloke uh, at Sydney FC that uh, we've really been impressed with this year he's gone the next level he was a marquee player that was uh, had a you know he was cruel by injury last season but uh, Nicky Carl this season not only is he leading uh, from the front but he's also scoring goals for you how big a player I know we talked about Brett Edmonton and the other boys but how big a player has he been for you guys this season? Yeah, he's been
3: excellent um, you know I think We've played him in a, in a more forward role this year. I think mean, he's playing up front with Bridgie, uh, which has allowed us to, to bring Terry Antanas into the team. But, you know, Nicky's he's bobbing up uh, scoring goals. he got a great assist on the weekend. But, you know, I think with Nicky, uh, you know, last year, he had an interrupted pre-season. He, you know, he was injured. Um, and, you know, he just couldn't get going. Uh, but this year he's had a, you know, and he's been fully fit for the whole pre-season. And, you know, you've seen you've seen the benefit of it. So, it's you know, it's been great for the team and himself.
2: Now, Liam, before we let you go, um, not talking about you, your club, but you were part of Brisbane Raw there for, you know, for 65-odd games. That's what it says in your bio, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Could you, you know, you left the club, obviously, but could you anticipate, you know, what would happen to that club um, in the last year and a half or so?
3: Oh, look, they've done, you know, tremendously well. I mean, uh, you know, when I was up there, they always had a good uh, good group of younger players coming through. And, you know, I think now with the likes of Mitch Nichols is really... Um, Excelled uh, and kicked on, Uh, you know. And they've got even players now coming on. I think uh, young Luke Bratton's uh, coming on now. He was there when I was there, and you'll see him hopefully develop into a good player. But you know what they've done, uh, you know, has been has been great for the league and, and great for them. But you know, I think this year there'll be a lot of teams including us, uh, you know, try to knock
2: them off that perch. Oh, definitely. We think uh, at this stage, at this stage, one and two, Brisbane and uh, Sydney. It could... Because we're talking
0: to you, you're in a big yeah, guy too, right. Liam. We reckon you guys could knock them off. Yeah,
2: yes. <laughs> no problem. <Yeah>, We've <laughs> very...
3: got a Melbourne guy coming on
2: next. <laughs> 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 exactly right. We're pretty fickle like that, mate. Exactly. But if we had a, a Wellington Phoenix player, we wouldn't be saying that. But, uh, mate, we really appreciate your time here on World Football Weekly and uh, we love watching boisterous goal- goalkeepers and you're having a great season. Um, long may continue.
3: No problem, thanks for
2: having me, close. Not at all. That was a special soft sombrero moment with Sydney FC star Liam Reddy. Next up, it's a European update, so stay tuned. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia.
0: I told them that no matter what they did in the second half, that I'd still love them, and that their mothers would still love them. But I wasn't too sure about their 10% agents, amphetamine dealers, mistresses on the side... The mob, illegal bookmakers, fickle wives, club groupies, hangers-on, high-priced call girls and club sponsors. This has been a profound coaching moment by the Four Diego's.